The current spoiler warning level is crimson. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of crimson. We're talking about a machine and its variants from Mobile Suit Gundam Seed. There is some, also some discussion of uh, a, a plot event in Gundam Seed, so it's not just mechanical spoilers, I'm afraid. But um, yeah, I don't think it's anything too bad. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks. Welcome back to Oops All Anime, your journey through Wait. all of anime. Wait. That's the wrong podcast. I apologize. Wait a minute. Uh, I, I guess I should just start over. I could leave that in. Sometimes it's fun to leave mistakes in, but I should just... Oh, wait, that was an... I thought that was a bit. I thought you were no, doing... No, that, some... was, that was just me forgetting what I was fucking doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought, I thought that was just a joke. I, you, you always introduce the show differently, so my thought was, oh, you know, this is just a different introduction. I said we leave it in. Uh, Fuck it. Leave it in. All right, fine. <laughs> it's actually Mechanist NG, though. I'm Six Tetlar. I'm Dylan. <laughs> uh, hey, Dylan, you want to do... We haven't done a spoiler episode in a long time. No, we haven't. A lot of times we've been doing, like, you know, special episodes with friends or, like, you know, pre-recording stuff. We haven't done, you know, a spoiler mm-hmm. uh, relative to GTP. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to roll a D6 here, and we're going to see where we end up. Alright, wait, no, I guess I have to roll a d8. Where's the d8? I was gonna say, I think we've added some series since, like, last time. Yeah. Because before we didn't have, like, Gundam Age at all, or, like, a couple others, yeah. and I was, like, I, I eventually populated them. Sometimes I touch the spreadsheet, very occasionally. Well, we ended up on Cosmic Era. Alright, Cosmic Era, that's fine. Yeah, some some fun stuff to talk about. We'll see what it we get. Depends on, yeah, it depends very much on what we get, <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. I can't. Oh, that's the that's the number one. That is the ZGMF one thousand Zaku Warrior. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Zaku Warrior. Okay. Well, this will be a a lot to talk about actually. Um. Mhm. So, the ZGMF Zaku Warrior is a Zaft Arm Keeper of Unity series. Uh, that is what Zaku stands for, by the way. Zaft Armed Keeper of Unity. Because we are in the cosmic era, and they fucking love acronyms. <laughs> they really do. Um, so after season one of Seed, just titled Gundam Seed, uh, had some fake Zaku's in use by the enemy uh, uh, of the uh, of the Earth Alliance, uh, Zaft. Um, they decided in season two, uh, Gundam Seed Destiny. What if we just gave them Zaku's? And we will call them Zaku's. And it's like, huh, I guess you can do that. Sure, I guess. The thing is, you, you, I feel like you shouldn't, right? Because the Zaku is the Zaku. It is hard to live up to the Zaku. There are people I know, I, even though I like them, like the Zaku 3 and stuff, there are people I know who hate the name Zaku being attached to designs that they don't like. So this is a ballsy move. Mm-hmm. Now... If you had asked me a couple, like, a year ago, even, or, like, two years ago, what I thought of the Zakus, I would say I'm mostly lukewarm on them. However, since then, we have gotten master grades of these designs, 
And unfortunately, for everyone who hates uh, CE, um, the Master Grade designs for a lot of the seed suits have actually been really cool. And I started, sick as hell. I started really appreciating the Zaku series, especially after they got Master Grade's Hell. I want the fucking uh, the the gin uh, now that they just recently did because mm-hmm. it turns out when things aren't drawn in shitty digipaint style, I like them. Um, because even in yeah, animation, my... a lot of these don't look great. They look okay sometimes, and there's some cool frames. But like you know, I don't think Seed is the best looking show, and like the production art, especially not. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, a variant we'll be talking about today. I have the, of course, the master grade of the Gunner Zaku Warrior uh, Lunamaria Custom uh, up on my shelf. Thing is, and it's a damn good looking shelf or unit. Yeah, the thing is, that's a good one. So it is. We'll start with just the regular Zaku Warrior. Um, so the Zaku Warrior, looking at it, um, so these are like the successor to like the mono eye suits used in season one, like the Jin and all that. These are so uh, looking at the Zaku warrior we've talked about the zaku in the show so it's actually going to be fun to contrast this so the head is a very zaku like head still you've got the separate face section with the um you know like the snoot uh which some tubes coming out of it you've got uh so one difference this looks like it's wearing a helmet um which some mm-hmm. zakus did um some more criminally than others at times um but hmm. uh so but yeah this zaku is wearing a hat it has a mono eye i Again, in the drawing, I'm like, eh, whatever about it. But on the model, I think the teardrop cuts are really cool because it has these cool, like, little cuts on either side of the snoot going down um, that just look, they, they just help make it look cool. You move down to the chest, and the chest is actually probably the most unzaku part of this whole thing. Because mm-hmm. you've got chest vents on either side. You've got a cockpit, like, designed much more like, you know, a standard mobile suit cockpit, like, used by the Federation, almost. Um... You've got, like, the, the the blocking for the torso is just very different than what a Zaku would have. Otherwise, pretty simplistic, though. Um, just the two vents, and you've got a cockpit hatch, and then you've got some, you know, colored segments. Um, you move to the shoulders, and this is where we kind of get Zaku-like. So, on the left arm, you have a shield. Um, mm-hmm. A shield with three spikes. So... This is kind of interesting, right? Because on the normal Zaku, the left arm is where you have the spike shoulder. It's where you have, like, you know, the shoulder pauldron with the three spikes on it. And then the shield mm-hmm. is on the other arm. On the Zaku Warrior, they kind of change that around. So the left arm, you get a shield with three spikes on it. Uh, that we see, you know, being used for, like, ramming and stuff, much like, you know, the other Zaku shoulder can be used for. Um, and then the right shoulder, instead of being a shield, is a shoulder pauldron with a single big spike. I do not like that look. We will talk about some variants, and some of the variants just remove that entirely, and I like it better when it's gone, because I do think mm-hmm. a shoulder pauldron with a single big stri- spike looks kind of silly. Um, I, I do, however, think that this is, like, I mean, it is it is sort of a reality of, of mobile suit design that, that has been recognized since the time of the original Zaku. The Zaku having a, a shield on the right arm and not on the left, like having one shield and putting it on the right arm kind of doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because that's a shooting um, <laughs> Right, you're going to, most people, like the majority of people are right-handed, so your mobile suit is probably going to be piloted with its its right hand being dominant, and you want your shield to be used by the offhand. That's just logic. Yeah, so. that makes sense. It does make sense that they swapped it. It's just, 
it is interesting though because it does have actually like the same gimmick even because it has the three spikes mm-hmm. they were like well we still want to include that zaku gimmick but we want to have you know have it do this uh the lower arm uh, a lot of the design is very similar to the original zaku you've got like the segment going down the middle of the arm though it's designed in a much more modernized way um the waist is where you get uh pretty weird uh because we have grenades on the side skirts just fucking grenade ass grenades i hate it's jigging time baby hate grenades (laughs) we already talked about this before but uh very extensively at that uh it does just have hand grenades though uh some i guess they can be different types including fragmentation high explosive and smoke grenades wouldn't any like okay hold on when you're working with the size of mobile suits would there be would it be necessary to have a difference between high explosive and fragmentation at that size sure totally okay i think i mean you know they they have different purposes i mean like if you're like what if your intent is to punch through like a hardened structure a fragmentation grenade isn't going to do that i guess that's fair it's just they're big grenades they are big grenades i i think actually this makes it like i'm surprised they don't have like flashbangs or something as well yeah i could see i could see a use for like like an like a an ecm grenade since we don't have anoski particles in this setting mm-hmm. and also like i think the smoke grenades make sense i think this is for uh, for a grenaded mobile suit having it be like utility grenades makes a lot of sense that's fair i just hate grenades <laughs> um the front and rear skirts also both ha- both have a like sort of either thrusters or vents on the bottom of them, which is pretty neat. Um, mm-hmm. As you go down the legs, you get some. Oh, also the waist has a tube going through it. Uh, that tube goes around, and I believe is yeah, it's just in the waist section though. The tube is only a waist, and it's almost like it has the tube as a belt um, rather than connecting yeah. into the backpack. Um, though this has a special backpack, and we'll talk about why in a little bit. Um, as you move down to the legs, though, you get the very familiar, like, familiar details even on the legs. Like, uh, the the sort of, like, uh, panel lining that happens in the front is, like, how sometimes, like, later Gundam would do panel lighting on, like, actual Zaku legs. Um, mm-hmm. You've got tubes going from the upper leg into the lower leg. Um, you do have little uh, thrusters on the outer parts of the legs as well as um, on the rear of the legs. Um and then, you know, standard armored, like, heel area, uh, or, like, a ankle, front ankle area, um, words, mm-hmm. and then, uh, just two regular ass feet. Very, very standard, um, but the thing is, it's supposed to be very standard, right, because this is the mass production unit. There's not a lot of bells and whistles on it, other than, we'll have to talk about, I have to say the name ahead of time, because it's so funny to me, the wizard system. Yeah, the warrior uh, has the wizard uh it's great but until then uh we'll talk a little bit more about its design so uh the shield is mounted on the left shoulder uh as it mentions it does leave both hands free to hold weapons uh large enough and it's large enough to protect the torso uh and it does have like an anti-beam coat so that's good um you have the beam tomahawk and the beam tomahawk is a lot because um it it like you have beam axes, like, in the form of, like, the Viradoga and stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of funny to just have, like, this beam tomahawk with, like, a hand guard that the, uh, that the Zaku warriors have. Um, I believe the on the... Funny. yeah. 
I believe on the uh, model kit they add like a pick function for the back of it too. Can't remember for sure, or if it just has like a bladed pick on the back um, for the redesign. I think it does. Uh, yes, yeah. they, it does have a pick function. Yeah, with yeah. the the fact effect part as well. I think That's I think cool. they have it coming out. They have it coming out of the top actually. Oh, okay. So it can just have like a little beam pick coming out of the top. And then did mm-hmm. they design the rear of the axe to be like to look like a almost like a knife, right? Like uh I'd have to look because it I looks I don't have mine holding mine, so I don't remember. Ah, okay. Well you can see on the original here, uh, that I'm about to link you. Um link that in the wrong chat. But here you go. Uh you, you see you see what I mean, like how the original one just kinda has like the back of an axe. I think the master mm-hmm. grade uh changes that to just being like almost like a Oh yes, pick. be a longer yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Like, I like that in idea, because to be fair, honestly, like, a, 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 if you're going to have a physical blade, having a little point like that behind, like, a lot of mass kind of makes sense. You know, just mm-hmm. plow that into a cockpit, and now the pilot is gone. Um, that happens, I believe, in, in a show we've talked about at one point. Uh, Code Geass does that a couple of times, just having, like, weird, like, blade picks at the end of, like, you know, something long and something you're going to hit someone with really hard. Um, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, you have a beam assault rifle. The beam assault rifle is definitely supposed to look very much like, you know, it, it, it has like the top little, like almost ammo container, uh, as the, uh, Zaka machine gun. Yeah. Um, so it has like a drum magazine on the top of it. It does have a different scope. Um, but it, it, it's definitely supposed to evoke that kind of Zaka machine gun feel. Even very has like funny is that growth. very funny that by the way with this whole like you know like Zion is you know Nazi Germany thing that they went with uh that the Zaku's like primary weapon is actually evoking like the like Soviet uh guns of the era yeah yeah, but, yeah. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that's more intentional than what you know <laughs> look Iz- Izubuchi got to do things and Izubuchi sometimes makes weird decisions uh then we also have the m68 caddis the 500 millimeter recoilless rifle uh i'm glad it has a name because uh as we will cover in other seed suits they really love giving weapons just outright names which i guess that's fine but it just always feels weird to me um Uh, you know what i i any 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 fucking seed design that doesn't have some armor schneiders is a failed design (laughs) um i guess Let's be real though. That's what the back of the uh, that's what the back of the tomahawk is. It's just a big armor. Mm, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, the the recoilless rifle though is a big. It's a bazooka. It's just a big bazooka. Um, mm-hmm. it apparently has different types of rounds, though they don't really mention what kind of rounds it uses. Just that it can have different types. I imagine probably your usual like high explosive or piercing, etc. Um, yeah. It can also be used in aquatic combat, unlike beam weapons, uh, because beams do not work underwater, um, which is always a funny thing in Gundam, because sometimes that is the case and sometimes that isn't. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, in the case of this though, uh, yeah, the um, beams do not uh, beams do not work underwater uh, in Seed, so thing to keep in mind. Now, this isn't really a variant so much as a repaint, but we have to talk about it because it is Zaku Warrior. So, you know, there's a couple of characters that use Zaku Warriors and. A lot of characters in Seed, whenever they have a thing, they do have it in their colors, you know. Like, there's, like, 
Luna Maria, who has, you know, her sort of, like, red and pink, uh, very, like, very Char custom-looking kind of colors. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, Diarca, who uses, uh, the, uh, black and, like, white color scheme. Um, then you have, like, uh, Yazak, who uses the, uh, the light blue. Um, there's also, though, for the Zaku Warrior, a live concert version that I feel like we need to talk about. Because yeah. this exists, and <laughs> it's a lot... They did a model of it, even. Um, could you imagine how awful that decal on that shield has to be? Because even on a Master Grade, <laughs> there's no way of doing that good. No, no. So that, it's got a big, hellish. sort of like... It's not even a star. It's like a chevron, almost, or something. Like, on the shield there. with like. Well, I think the idea is supposed... It's like a chevron, and like the three yellow spikes are supposed to be like the points of oh, the star. Oh, the points of the star. Okay. That's so weird, and... It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's then you have Lacus Klein alive at the bottom, which is funny because I think about how there's all those uh, AOZ suits I love with Xeon alive and this instead <laughs> Lacus Klein. You would think it would just say live, right? Because this is for a concert, but no, it says Lacus Klein alive. Uh, it also has love written across the torso, a red haro painted onto the shoulder. A heart painted onto the other shoulder, and it's all in pink. This is uh, at don't a Don't worry, though. It still has grenades. It still has grenades, though, because, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe when you're at a concert, you'll still have to use grenades. Listen, sometimes they try and rush the stage. And Yo, you, need to you know what it is? Place. You know what it probably is? They're probably like py- like pyrotechnics for, like, uh, the concert. I know you're right, but I just want to imagine. Oh, I don't think I'm right. Talk- I'm making that up on the spot, but I think that would be no. a great plan. I think that I think that's probably true. I just want to imagine that that they're frag grenades. <laughs> frag grenades, just in case. <laughs> God, um, you know I keep that thing on me. <laughs> used during not even actually Lacus. It's a uh, what's your face? The the fake. Near Campbell. Right. Yes, the fake Lacus that they're like, look, look, Lacus. I, I hate everything about that because I just the way they frame her is, oh, she looks just like Lacus, but she has big boobs, and that was the whole joke with her. That annoyed me. See, here's the thing, though. It wasn't a joke. I mean, it wasn't. No. <laughs> it was just like a, no, check this out. Big bap. <laughs> it's just it's, it's nothing here. That's true. Uh, it's uh, just, uh, anyway. Um, uh, seeds a lot. Anyway, um, so moving on, uh, we are going to talk about now what the wizard system is. Because, see... This is where we get the fun thing. So, we've talked about the Strike Gundam, right? And it had the Striker system for the different Striker packs, right? Mm-hmm. Well, turns out, all the different nations in uh, in Gundam Seed have done this. Um, for Zaft, they have Silhouettes and Wizards. Um, I don't even think the Wizard actually stands for anything, which makes me sad, because, you know, the way it is, it would have been so funny to me for it to be, you know... But they are called, like, Wizard. Like, the packs are called Wizard. Like, the Gunner Wizard Pack or the Kerberos Wizard Pack, etc. So, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about the ones that first show up in the show. Uh, the first one we should talk about was probably, like, the most known one, which would be the Gunner Zaku. Yep. So, we have the Gunner Zaku Warrior, which the Gunner Zaku Warrior is... So, I didn't really talk about the Zaku Warrior's backpack last time. The reason why is because its backpack is non-existent. It is a... Literally, like, a single thruster pointing downward and a big hole. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where you plug, and, like, these packs into. 
And I can tell you from having the kit, that thruster can move like up and down. It doesn't really have any side-to-side rotation. Yeah. So um, the Gunner Wizard pack, what you get on the backpack is you get an additional uh, large like backpack with a canister on the left, which I believe is supposed to be like you know energy for the beam. It's. I think it's specifically. I think it's a full-on generator because, like, a, again, yeah. from having built it, like it has like the little like like spinning ring piece that you see them put when they're like building generators and gunpla. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh God, I want that kit. Anyway, um, but you can see that the and then on the other side, it gets a large foldable gun. That gun can unfold and be pointed forward and looks real fucking cool. I it's do like dope. this design. I like it a lot. Um, even. Even when I was down on the Zaku, I had to admit this was a cool weapon. Because um, it's I, I like weapons that like either like have like telescoping barrels or like can fold up and stuff. And the fact mm-hmm. that this one can just like it, it's just a big folding gun that can pop forward. It's so cool to me. Love mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, it is called the Orthos uh, or Orthros Orthros High Energy Long Range Beam Cannon. Uh, it does require both hands to properly be like aimed and used, um, and then uh, it is taller than the mobile suit itself, um, and it is just it fires toothpaste beams um, is the best way I could describe it because we we, we kind of I think we brought up toothpaste beams right the yeah uh, we did yeah yeah this this is one of those beams in uh, Gundam Seed that fires the toothpaste uh, always mixed on that effect sometimes it can look really cool and sometimes it looks real silly but. The cannon, I cannot argue with the cannon. It is a cool beam cannon. Um, other than that, it doesn't really add much else. It's literally just you give it the big beam cannon, and that's what it has. It doesn't really need much else, honestly, because, you know, this is a suit more for, like, sniping or, like, I guess you could even describe it as, like, artillery almost. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's a support suit. Yeah. This is, you know, something that hangs out in the back and basically shoots things down. Um I love that they have all the frames of the anime where you can see them, like, where they just recolored an old frame. It's very funny to me in the uh, r- images on the Gunner Zaku folder. Yeah. Like, where they're like, oh, wait, we've decided that we're going to give Dierka custom colors throughout this show. So every time he appears in a suit, we're just going to pause and just, just swap out the colors. Yeah. Or you have, like, the Luna Mario one and then the it doing the exact same fate, pr- like, they literally use the exact same cell like uh, uh, for the Zaku, the Gunner Zaku aiming. I don't have a huge concern with reused animation, but it is very noticeable in Seed, even more so than in like maybe not as much as Gundam Wing actually. Gundam Wing had a lot of it too. Gundam Wing, mm-hmm. I actually was like surprised by how much there was, but Seed has a lot of it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's like the most well-known one, and it's cool. You get the big cannon. Uh, it's a big unfolding cannon. Lunamaria uses it typically. Uh, that's the one that's like, you know, that's why the Master Grade is Lunamaria's is because, you know, hers is like the most famous use of this. Um, along with the fact that in the show, they make it so she's not very good at aiming it in a couple of scenes to the point where it became a weird joke to in like some, I believe it was like in the SD Gundam games to give her the Gunner Zaku, but then make her range stat really low. I mean, it's, you know, they they finally let a woman be one of the main pilots of a Gundam show, and they just jobbed her out. Gosh, where have I seen them do this before? God, yeah. Um, I I Luna Maria is my favorite seed character. She's great, but they 
they yeah. do treat her badly. They do. Um, so here, here's an interesting uh, conundrum. So there is a direct upgrade of the Zaku. Um, and I think that if we're going to talk about that direct upgrade, I should save these packs for it. So let's talk about actually what is basically the Commander Zaku. Because there is a Commander type uh, in the okay. form of the Zaku Phantom. Yes. And I do think... Uh, see, uh, should we save the Zaku Phantom for later or should we just go over it now that way? Because the Slash and the Blaze packs are generally always applied to the Phantom, even though they can be used on the Zaku Warrior. But it I mean, you've already you've already brought it up. Let's just go. Yeah. Okay. So we have the ZGMF 1001 Zaku Phantom. This is a different design. Basically, all you're changing out is you're doubling up the shoulder shields, which, of course, I love. Um, it has a shoulder shield on either shoulder. And you're adding a command antenna. Um, mm-hmm. That's basically it with the Zaku Phantom. The reason I wanted to bring it up is because some of these packs in like the show and in most games and stuff are only shown being used with the fa- with the Phantom. Now, theoretically, they can be used with any, but it just felt important for me to bring that up just because, you know. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about those packs now. Do you remember these packs can be applied to um, the normal Zaku Warrior as well, though? We have the Slash Zaku Phantom, uh, which is usually shown with Yazak. Um, who is a character from the first series also. Um, which, this wizard pack adds Gatling guns and a big fucking axe to your mobile suit. That's why it's called the Slash. So, mm-hmm. uh, you get two Hydra Gatling beam cannons over the shoulders. I should know they are beam cannons. Uh, the They are directly powered by the mobile suit's battery, and then you also get the Falks G7 beam axe. Which is fucking cool, because it's an unfolding bean axe, and I love it. It's more of a halberd than an axe, honestly. Um, this thing is cool, and this is the whole reason. Like, the, I really wanted to get that model, like because they've had it on the USP Bandai a few times. Um, mm-hmm. Because look at this thing. It's just it's a, just a giant fucking beam halberd. It rules. And, and you look at the, the configuration of those axe blades, very Sazabi. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but then the Master Grade added the ability for those to, like, fold so they can make a scythe, which is cool as hell, too. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Uh-huh. And then the back of it is just a, a pick, also. Speaking of, like, you know, armor schneiders and war mm-hmm. picks and all that. It can just use the end of it. Um, It is fun, to though, because, yeah, it, it kind of makes sense that they would give it, like, a, a, a melee unit Gatling guns like that. Because if they're not, like, super accurate, then, huh. These are still, like, a good mid-to-short-range weapon to use. And then also, you have a fucking huge halberd that you can swing mm-hmm. into your enemies, which is good. Um, The other common uh, phantom pack, or other common Zaku pack uh, that is used with the phantom, or the blaze, uh, the Zaku phantom is the blaze pack. So many words. So many words to keep straight in my head with uh, this one, because we are in Gundam Seed, and it is words. So we have the ZGMF1001M Blaze Zaku Phantom. Uh, so this one's pretty cool too, because this one just adds two pods to the backpack that can operate as thrusters, but also have a bunch of missiles in them. And I just think that's cool, especially because they are called Firebeam Missiles, and I think that's a good name for missiles. It's, it's a solid name. Yeah, I think Firebee is a good one for, for one of these. Um, this feels like a cool, well-balanced backpack, though. I like the silhouette of it a lot with this backpack, because like, 
So it has like a central binder that's popped up, and then you've got the two binders on either side that have like you know they're the missile launchers with the thrusters on the end. These mm-hmm. just look cool. They just it, it evokes a really cool silhouette. It feels like a beefy, like even more so than the slash, just feels like a very beefy, like powerful Zaku design. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like I like I mean this one doesn't feel. It's interesting because this one doesn't feel like it changes the role of the Zaku the way the other packs do. Mm-hmm. It just sort of gives it another option. Yeah, basically gives it another option and maybe some slightly better performance. It just it has the missiles, um, mm-hmm. and then it has the thrusters. But it, you know, it's it's solid though. And God, I I love the look of the uh the the Zaku's with the two shields for the Phantoms. They're just it's really cool. I mean, we all know I like shields on this. Uh, uh I like I like silly outer attachments and this doubling it up is just so good to me mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah this is typically uh the one you see with this is Ray's um Ray's Aburil, um who has this cool white and pink color scheme in like a lilac uh mm-hmm. color um I, li- I, I like the metasphere for this one too they're all really good again i used to not be fans of the zaku and now i'm like oh, i want all of these master grades this- <laughs> why did they do this to me um but yeah so uh now we have a couple more wizard packs these are all ones that are all the ones we mentioned are used in animation we do have a couple that are not used in animation though including the first one which is probably the most dumb of all of them the hospital zaku warrior it has a medical container It, it it uses the wizard pack to mount a uh three medical containers on its back for on-field treatment of injured soldiers. I, you know, I get it, right? Like, it's deploying, like, basically a small little, like, operating room or, like, a little, like, nurse, like, you know, op- like, a room that, you know, can be used for operating on. And they're able to connect, and that's cool and all. I feel like mounting these to a Zaku feels just bizarre to me, though. It just doesn't, It it's strange. Uh, they don't. It doesn't even have the. Uh, it doesn't have the grenades anymore. It has some emergency sirens. Maybe there's like a rule of war where like they're not allowed to shoot these. Maybe. Not that Maybe. I think the Earth would follow that in in seed, but you know, like, you know, I, and also okay. So here's what it is. It's for field deployment, right? So it, it's going to deploy these on the field, but you can't carry people in those on the backpack of the Zaku. You don't want a bunch of injured soldiers being like whipped around as a zaku is like you know running or moving or thrusting around like will you strap them down uh oh that seems it's the, fine that the concussive force happening seems bad i guess maybe their bones are already broken it doesn't matter you can't break them i mean worse if i were if i were building this i would give that backpacking i mean it doesn't literally doesn't have any equipment besides those those backpack medical containers yeah. I would give them very good suspension. They also have uh it also has battery those are batteries on the side skirts, by the way. I did I did find that out from looking at the art. Mm. Those are battery packs to power uh the uh little infirmaries. Um like I said, it just feels weird to me. I guess like yeah. maybe this could be used in like a post war or like not well, I'm trying to think of the situations where you would use it, right? Because this is for deploying like an infirmary on the field. I guess having a deployable infirmary on the field isn't too bad, but I guess my brain goes, "Oh, but wouldn't there be enemies nearby?" I don't know. It just ugh. it just doesn't feel like a good idea to me, I guess, <laughs> on the whole. You sound um, like a quitter to me. 
Though, of course, there's one other really weird one, but I love this one. Then we have the Kerbera Zaku Warrior. This is yeah, where you would, you would like this one. It's very dumb, and that's why I like it. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, there is a different suit that uses this, though we will that that will be one that will also necessitate like its own episode, so we won't go into it too much. But basically, um, there are things called bukus. They are dogs, and one of them is called the Kerberos, and it has two extra heads. It turns out the Kerberos Buku Hound actually has the wizard system on it, which means it can mount any of the Zaku backpacks in lieu of the two heads, but that also means that the two heads can be mounted onto a Zaku. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, for the default one, which is used by Isaac Mao, uh, I'm assuming a, 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 well, we know it's an Estray character, because these are an Estray. Um, but, uh, he actually has the two shoulder spikes, which is an interesting setup, the, the worst of all worlds. Um, <laughs> but it's okay, because he has two heads that can pop over the shoulder and uh, have fangs for biting. Wait a minute. They do have beam cannons as well. They're not long-range cannons, but it does have two short-range beam cannons that the heads can use, which I guess is fine. But it is funny to me because usually these heads, what they are shown using, are sabers and fangs and stuff. So, like, you know... It, this is what going I like to... to call a stupid waste of money. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I guess we can see in this perfect file that it can pull the beam sabers out of the heads of the Kerberos ones, too. Uh, you can see at the top. But right. why? <laughs> sure. Why, why not, not just give it beam sabers? Why not just give it beam sabers? Why have you done this? This sucks. You know I take it back. I, the more I think about this, like part of me is like, this looks cool having like the two dog heads. But the more I think about its combat role, the angrier I get because it's like, what range? Is, th this is like a super close range unit, basically, that is just worse than the other close range wizard packs. Yeah, like this, this is. I terrible. guess okay. So the heads have their own targeting and acquisition system, so they can be used to attack in different directions. I is the idea. Eh. It still doesn't feel nothing. good. Nothing. That's nothing. This sucks. Yeah. Uh, then we also have, uh, for another one that, uh, I'm a little mixed on, the Noctiluca Zaku Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an amphibious assault vehicle. We gave it some big shoes, and we gave it, like, a weird... So, we, we've removed the shields from the shoulders and given it, like, little wings basically little fins mm -hmm. and then we have given it a propeller backpack so it can like i guess this just floats on skids on like the surface of swamps and water uh i'm never a fan of like like i like amphibious mobile suits that are used for the ocean i'm never really a fan of like look i have like a, a, a fishing hovercraft but it's a mobile suit yeah like one of those fucking fan fan boats yeah like it's don't really care for this one no it's just it's kind of silly the big shoes are really funny looking to me That's, um I don't, the I don't main things it's gotten are uh it, it does have torpedoes mm -hmm. it has an anti-submarine depth charge those are so all of these are on the back of these skid plates so which are the legs so you can see the sides of the feet have two torpedoes each and then the back of them just have a bunch of depth charges that just kind of 
drop off. It can also sortie with large torpedoes, which are yes. just these huge torpedoes it just holds in its hand and then just throws, I guess. Yeah. And obviously I... they turn on when they hit the water. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah. It is not only wider in diameter uh, and is also long. Uh, it is as tall as an as an MS, uh, according uh, to the little blurb here. Going going to like a Zaft engineer going to work like today. I will make a bad design. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's not great either. Honestly, uh, you you see why these didn't appear in animation or anything? It's mm. too stupid. Yep. yep. Um. Yeah, like I I also love that those like the way that those mines are like. Could just imagine if like someone like fucked up the clip on the back of that so that it didn't lock over the mines and it just like they just slid out as soon as it started moving. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's about it for all the wizard packs, I think. Let me double yes. check. Yes, but so here's oh, the thing. There is one other wizard pack. Sorry, there is oh. a Kamanzaku. Ah uh, yes. Uh, which has a non-combat antenna rifle. Excuse me? Oh. <laughs> okay. And also it has uh so the backpack is like basically like a like a you know almost like a it's a recon suit, right? This is a recon suit. It yeah. has a giant satellite dish, it has antennas pointed everywhere, and then it has a long rifle that is not a combat rifle, it is an antenna. It it can tune the TV real good with this rifle. <laughs> um the rifle is equipped with technology derived from the magnetic field control system of the Mirage Colloid Stealth System, and as a result has better performance than other antenna rifle. Hold on! Than other antenna rifle? Uh -huh. Why are there other antenna rifles? Who has them? Explain this to me. Uh, it's me. I've got them. Do you want one? Ah! I, I, look, uh, sorry, I there, there are the, they're, they're incredibly expensive. There are the camera guns in UC, and I think those are silly. This isn't even a camera gun. It's an antenna! I just, when, okay, so they have the camera guns in GBO2. I've never piloted a suit with one, because every time I see them in the equipment loadout, I know this is not how it works, but I'm like, okay, so I'm going to line up a shot and pull the trigger, and I'll get a picture instead of a kill. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you've played with Zaku flippers on your team, you will notice that those are actually sometimes pretty good, because I think that enemies that are tagged take bonus damage and they're mm. always displayed. Yeah. Even if they're behind stuff, which is cool. Yeah. But yes, the camera guns, again, still kind of silly. And if I'm playing a Zaku flipper, I'm still giving it the long Zaku machine gu gun instead of uh, the camera. But, um, you know, like this command pack though, the fact that it's antenna is what bothers me. Right. Cause I feel like antenna are like a very inefficient way of doing that kind of, I don't know. It feels in a in a land of radomes, laser communication, deuterium beams, in the case of fucking Cosmic Era, that maybe, like, just using antenna just feels dumb to me. Well, I mean, let's not take that too literally. This is a, this is a series that likes to use, like, this is the name of it, is Antenna Rifle. Nothing in the description says it's an antenna. Maybe it does have, like, yeah, laser scanners and other scanners. Yeah, I mean, they, they use the names. It, it, it just has an antenna as a bayonet. <laughs> Yeah, they have, they they use names pretty generously in Seed, so I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much stock in the name of it. Mm hmm. Um. All right. So that's all the default wizard packs. Now, 
I do want to take a moment here. You talked about that that hospital pack, right? Uh-huh. And you were like, man, I don't like maybe there's a maybe there's a, a, a law about, you know, like like shooting them. Right. Uh huh. But, you know, not that not that the earth would follow that. Well, Zaft follows the law because Zaft originally had a better prototype for the Zaku and canceled it because it was a war crime. Oh, is it the mass production trial type? It is indeed. Uh, yes. So this is a fun one because, OK. So the uh, Zaku mass production trial type is uh, a nuclear powered Zaku. Uh so, in Gundam Seed, there is a thing called... We, we didn't get to talk about it during the Strike Gundam episode, because the Strike Gundam does not use this. Um, there is a thing called... There are neutron jammers, right? And neutron right. jammers allow people to not use... It, it doesn't let... What is it? Fission happen or fusion? Yeah, yeah it, it, yeah. it blocks the process of nuclear fission. Yeah. So, you cannot use nuclear power. Well, there's also a neutron jammer canceller, which allows you to counter the effects of neutron jammers. Uh, neutron jammers, I should note, are everywhere, basically. Basically, you cannot use a nuclear-powered anything in all of C is the idea. However, neutron jammer cancelers allow you to use nuclear power, and in C, that means you have unlimited power in your mobile suit. Um, the Zaku mass production trial type does have those. Uh, it also has uh, railguns, very similar to, to the Freedoms, because they are on the side skirts. Um, do they pop from the backpack? Okay, they are on the backpack, but then they just pop under. Okay. Um, so, okay, cool. Okawara gave us Vespers again, thank you. Mm -hmm. I always love when he does that. Um, he loves doing that in Seed. Um, it also has two Tomahawks as well. I don't think these are beam tomahawks. No, these are high-frequency blade tomahawks. Nice. Which is kind of cool in its own way, honestly. I, yeah. I love these. And the way that they're over the shoulder, I love that. Um, it's what I like about... There's a couple other suits in other shows that have... I mean, like we, that. we covered um, previously, if you're in spoiler territory... I mean, we've already we've already covered it, right? The Yeah, the gray zine. Yeah, the gray zine. We covered it, and uh, these axes are cool though. Just having that like kind of setup where they're just over the shoulder like that, I love. I love By the way, I, I should them. give a shout out. Um, it's been so long that I unfortunately have forgotten the name, but there was a person who contacted me on Twitter after the Grey Zine episode where I was like, "Man, too bad my the, my stores are out of stock of it," and they were like, "This place has it," and I bought it and I built it. It's up on my shelf. Thank you. Nice. Hopefully, there's still a listener. I hope. Um. Uh, the the other thing with this design, so okay, uh, the body, most of it is the same as the Yuzaku, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the head is different. You have a head that has that classic Zaft commander fin with like the overly big fin going back. Though not quite as big as some of the like other ones tend to get on their suits. Um, and uh, both the shoulders are the spike shoulders, and instead it has a left arm shield that it is handheld. That is basically the same design as the shield that will eventually go into the shoulders. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, basically the same, besides that backpack being, you know, uh, it's got two cool rail guns and two axes. Uh, these are apparently really good rail guns, too. Uh, but unfortunately, the Junius Treaty banned the use of neutron jammer cancelers, uh, so then it was, you know, mm -hmm. canceled. Yeah. Away. Uh, and people continue to listen to that treaty for the rest of the series. Totally, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It um, never comes up again. 
also notable the use of color here. Obviously, the orange and black um, is phase shift. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. I do like this design as the thing and yeah the fact that it has a phase shift is i mean if it has a nuclear engine it has infinite phase shift basically because that's how they treat it mm -hmm. yeah. um and yeah uh cool cool machine but then it's a war crime but don't worry a lot of other war crimes will... don't worry al i'm sure there'll be more war crimes in the next one um there's also another uh, variant. So we have a couple of actual variants of the Zaku that are weird, like weirder ones, mm -hmm. including the ZGMF X101S Zaku Splendor. Yeah. Which uses the core Splendor cockpit system of the Impulse Gundam. So that means this is a Zaku that is like a multi part combiner. Mm -hmm. um, it has a Core fighter, which is very funny looking. It has the top fighter and the bottom fighter as well. Or uh, chest flyer and leg flyer. Mm -hmm. And then you have the core splendor inside. The core splendor for this, I'm curious how it combines because it doesn't even look aerodynamic. It, it's you you just, see it in the upper right there, right? It's, it's just a block. Yeah, it's just the backpack. It's just the, the booster pack on the back that just sort of slams in. I guess there's just a person yeah. in there now. Yeah, I'm trying to see if it like mentions. No, it's three. It's mentioned as three separate modules. Huh. And yeah, so they they. It's not like it's not like a situation where like that that part is combined either with the top or bottom at all times. Um, they just they slam in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it is very funny seeing a. The thing is, these don't even try to be transformable, right? The right. lower half and the upper half are just the lower half and the upper half of Zaku. I, they didn't even bother trying to make them like look aerodynamic or anything. Mm -hmm. They're just they just combine. I guess they added the little wings, the tiny little wing things to the uh, arms, uh, the shoulder shields of the Zaku. But that's not going to make you aerodynamic. Hold on. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just a flat brick flying head first <laughs> in that thing. Yep, that's true. But I guess it was successful because they used it for the Impulse Gundam. So, you know. Um, now I want to imagine, though, that, see, if it had used the same core as the Impulse, I want to imagine that the Impulse, they could have just, like, launched it so that it combined with the upper half of this and just had, like, a Zaku upper half. That could be their Zeta Zaku for the series at some point. Mm -hmm. But whatever. Um, so the other thing it is given is uh, only other special weapons are, it has a weird beam rifle that is not, like, the normal zaku beam rifle design um and then it has a large physical sword just a big blade mm -hmm. and that's what it has and then it's got the hand grenades because you know we can include them on everything but i guess the hospital zaku but don't worry the concert zaku makes up for it <laughs> by having fucking grenades on the hips but yeah i mean it's you know it, it the thing is they because of how the reason the core looks so silly is because they wanted it to be recognizably a Zaku without changing the body, but that just means this just looks like a Zaku Phantom with little wings on its thing and yeah. no cool backpack. It's a it's a it's a dumb design, but I think that's also true in universe, right? They're just like, hey, does this work? Okay, this yeah, works. it is. <laughs> it is just a prototype. They only made like two of them to test it out, and that's it. And you know, and they both were lost after the war. Like they just don't even know where they put it. Like they just it's in a fact. It's in a. I was gonna say factory, but I guess a warehouse. I mean, who cares? Uh, they they're they're happy to have forgotten about them. They don't want to look at them again. 
Um, so we do have a couple other weird ones. Uh, these are two specific character custom ones. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we have the ZGMF 1001 Elijah's Zaku Phantom. Uh, this is used by Elijah Keel, who is a character recurring throughout the Sea Destroy series. Um, not really a lot different on this, other than it has... Okay, so you will notice that this has a weird-looking antenna. This weird-looking antenna is a buster sword. Ah, uh, excuse me? An anti-beam-coated buster sword, yes. Uh, so, Elijah had a djinn, I believe, in a prior series. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, which also did this. Um, it has a big sword on the head. It, I think, literally rotates the head around and then headbutts a thing. And I guess he decided I'm going to have this on my Zaku Phantom also. Um, it also does have a unique backpack, um, which is, it's a weird one. Uh, it's basically a high mobility pack. Uh, you can see it just, it's mostly like wing units, mm -hmm. um, and they're able to like fold and stuff. And it's mostly just wings and thrusters, no additional weapons there. Now it does have other additional weapons though. It can mount the Jin grenade launchers on its legs. Um, it looks like it reuses a lot of things, actually, like, from the djinn, probably just because the guy had used the djinn before. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to see. It does mention the orth Orthros, though I'm not seeing that in any of the art. I don't know if it just gets uh, uh, equipped with the gun. Okay, yes, looking at the uh, thing at the end, actually, the little blurb, it, it can just be equipped with the gun or wizard pack because, of course, it's just, you know, it's a Zaku. Mm -hmm. Um... But the thing that makes it special is mostly just that fancy backpack. And I guess he also uses uh, a spike sh shoulder on it, too, which is weird for a Zaku Phantom. Um, and also, uh, in place of the uh, either shoulder shield, he can also put on uh, beam cannons on the shoulder. Uh, you know, for more gun. Mm -hmm. This is a Sea Destroy thing. That makes sense. <laughs> also, uh, this is a, a rare variant of the uh, of the of the Zaku that has uh, phase shift again. So, oh, does it have phase shift? Oh, yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it is. Weird. It still doesn't have like an end jammer cancel or anything. So you got to imagine that's just you know it's just the battery's gonna run out. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Oh, it has special PS armor that is only activated when Elijah thinks it's necessary. Mm. So I guess he has to manually like trigger it to turn on uh, before he gets hit, rather than leaving it on all the time. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. And then there's also the ZGMF 1001 Madigan's Zaku Phantom. Yep. Uh, which basically just uses sword shields uh, is like the primary difference, and they look cool as fuck. Um. It just instead of having shoulder shields that are like just you know big shields with tackles. Uh. It's got swords. They're just big swords. Um, I actually think I've seen other images of this, and I'd have to dig it up. Um, because uh, I believe those are removable. Let me see. I'd have to look. I mean, the, the side armor is. The side skirts are removable armor schneiders. Yes. Also, yes, the side skirts are just armor schneiders as well. Uh, these are big armor schneiders, by the way, because armor schneiders, as we mentioned before... Knives, right? Yeah. Little knives. These are fucking katars on its waist uh, that it can punch with. Uh-huh. Just big punch knives. Uh, which is cool. 
There's a lot um, of there's a lot of armor Schneider going on in this thing. It also has like a like a uh, like a handgun that has mm-hmm. his uh, armor an armor Schneider built into it as well. God, yeah, certainly does. This... And then of course it has grenades still. This guy seems all right. Oh, but the grenades are hidden uh, on this model. Oh, nice. Which is very funny. <laughs> I, I love that it's like hidden grenades on the side armor. Okay, I like this cool. guy. Um, yeah, I, I do like this uh, this Madaganzaki Phantom though. Um, it looks neat. I'm sad it doesn't have more images or anything. I'm actually trying to like dig around, like searching the name in Japanese, and I'm not finding it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, all. have you seen the pistols? No, that's what I'm trying to. Oh find. my god! Here. Oh. Holy Pop shit! These look great. Yo. Okay, those are pretty cool. Those are pretty cool. I'm. Where did you find these images, by the way? Uh, MHQ. MHQ has them. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I should have just thought to look there. I'm, I just was literally searching like, on Google the name in Japanese. This looks. Oh yeah, okay. You can see the shoulder ones there too. Cool. They just remove and are also katars basically. Uh huh. Yeah. This is. Those are cool. This is great. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. No. I I actually like this pack. This is a cool melee pack. Uh. It also should note those guns are revolvers. Mm hmm. Uh. Wait. But they're beam. Wait. It's a beam pistol. Wait. Hold on. Is it both? It Does is, it, it fire, is, it physical, is, and it solid? It is both. It can that switch cool. between beam or solid. Okay, okay, I see. That's pretty cool, actually. I like that. This thing is silly, and I love it. Uh, I love that it also shows how it would pop out the, uh, like, you can see, like, the finger interacting with the, uh, the, uh, revolver chamber. Yeah. In the one picture. That's so good. What a cool, what a cool variant. Oh, also the Qatar shields... Um, I don't think you can... Let me see if you can see them on the art. Yes, you can see them sticking out on the top. It does have little Gatling cannons on the top of them. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're very little. They almost look like they would be, like, handles that would pop out rather than Gatling guns. But if you look close enough... Oh, it's just Gatlings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty cool. Um, also, the fact that it keeps the extra ammo in the holster is really cool. You can see that in uh, MHQ's art for the beam pistol slash revolver holster. Mm-hmm. Um... It just has, like, it has two extra cylinders and then just some extra bullets. So if you wanted to load individual bullets, I guess it'd be one of the cylinders. I really, really need to see an animation of a fucking mobile suit hand-loading a revolver. I need this in my life. (laughs) Sounds pretty cool. I like this one a lot. Sad this one's, like, the one that has, like, the least attention and no models or anything. Well, also, I mean, it's... it's, one of the coolest ones. Also, it's paint job with this big, like, cross across it. That would be so annoying to build. That is true, yeah. Or, like, yeah, trying to get that looking properly, because you would need it lined up on the the legs and then on the arms and the torso. Mm -hmm. Lots of uh, bent pieces, or lots of bent surfaces to put a decal over. Um, But it also looks really cool. I like that stripe going up the leg and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. And I think that's basically every Zaku, actually. So, funnily enough, easier to cover every Zaku from C than it is uh, every Zaku from UC. I mean, that's not um, at all surprising. <laughs> no, it's not surprising at all. I mean, in some ways it is, because, to be fair, Seed is, like, the second biggest universe pound for pound, like, suit for suit. Sure, but the, um, the, but the like, it's a distant second. Yeah, I guess it is. You see, it's so it has. Big. It feels like it has a lot, but also it doesn't have anywhere near you see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so 
that's us talking about the fake Zaku, our good friend, the Zaft Armed Keeper of Unity. And yeah, I'm I'm like looking at the one page real quick just to see if there's any more. No. Oh no, there is one. All right. I don't know how we missed this. Probably because I don't think it's linked to um. I don't think it's linked on the actual main Zaku Warrior page. We have the ZGMF X 3000Q, uh, Providence Zaku. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. I like this one too Whoa. because it's just got the Providence's backpack. Whoa. They they just made a mass production Providence Gundam. That's pretty cool. That is pretty. I cool. guess it was. It was used as a test bed actually for the Legend Gundam, and actually looking at the backpack now that I look at the back of it, it does have the split sections like the uh, Legends backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one though. It I believe has a, yes, okay. Uh, it is powered by a hyper Deuterian uh, gen engine. However, <laughs> since a nuclear reactor is against Junius Treaty, Zaf covered it up by not giving it the A suffix for nuclear powered MS. Okay. <laughs> They just said, oh, they didn't put A in the suffix. Oh, I guess that means that this isn't a nuclear-powered one. Okay. Damn, how's this thing still going? Can't be a nuke. There's no A. <laughs> There's no A. There's no A at all. Um, so to go over this design uh, real quick, just because this one actually has some extensive modifications. Um, so the head is different. It has little devil ears or like little devil horns swept back, and I like that. Um these shoulders are just the Providence's shoulders, even though the rest of the arm are um, designed like the uh, Zaku's arms. Like, it's got the big thrusters popped out of the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, the torso has some ex- a lot of extra cables going into that backpack. Um, the side skirts are Dragoons, because... Uh, should know, because I don't think we've actually brought up the term Dragoon. No, we haven't. Uh, Dragoons are funnels. I don't know what they stand for. I'm sure they're an acronym because they're uh, obviously capitalized. Dylan. Obviously, they're disconnected rapid armament group overlook operation network. Certainly a name. <laughs> <laughs> I love and hate seeds acronyms. That's a pretty good one, though. I will say just because I, I just uh, anyway dragoons. This has a bunch of them. Uh, you can see them on the side skirts. Um got a whole bunch on the backpack as well has how many total uh let's see you've got the you've got six normal ones on the backpack the two on the side skirt and then you have the two like sort of more melee slash spread beam oriented ones on the top um because this thing also gets to have multiple uh different kinds yeah it has a total Um, of 10 i do like that also it keeps a i believe that's just its rifle uh mounted on the backpack there uh, which is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the high energy beam cannon. It's mounted on the backpack when not in use. That's a big beam cannon. Uh, it just gets to have a really cool beam cannon. It looks very similar also to um, I think the Gunner Zaku one in a way. Like uh, it's got like that same kind of like barrel setup and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, the the, ba- the like the the base of it looks pretty different to me, but the the barrel definitely I think has a lot in common. Yeah. Oh yeah, the base the base of it is unique because probably it's because it's meant to be a handheld rifle still. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no the the like the way that they did like the barrel operation and stuff just reminds me a lot of that. Um, then you have uh, it can mount the Zaku Phantom shoulder shields, and in that case, it also gets like the uh, you know tomahawks because that's where they're stored. Um, but uh, also the beam rifle, looking at it, it actually is powered by two of those drum magazines from the uh, Zaku, uh, like the Zaku rifle, which mm. is kind of 
cute detail. You can see them on either side. They can, because uh, you have, it seems like it would be a pain to have to reload two sides of a gun, but then again, this is also a big gun. And I mean, at this point, if they're using, maybe that's how they hide that it's nuclear power. They're like, look, it, it has to use two energy packs for its gun. <laughs> this is not nuclear power. No, if this was nuclear powered, we would have, you know, just given it, and we would have given it like a battery. Big you know, GM Kamufa in here. <laughs> yeah, no one will ever know. Um, but yeah, the dragoons are really weird on the um, Providence actually, because they actually have multiple beam guns uh, mm -hmm. in them. They actually have like a couple. Uh, you have the um, smaller ones, which each have two beam guns, and also it mentions due to their shape can just be used to ram into an enemy. But you can see the beam guns actually. They there there's one on either side of them. Like uh, like when you're looking at the flat faces, you can see the little gun sticking out of the hole. Mm, yeah. And uh, so it has so it fires them like you know two at a time. Uh, and then the two large ones are they have uh four beam spikes which can be used for ramming, and also five beam guns. And if there are anything like the Providences, these beam guns can be used to basically make a net because the um, Providence tends to use the big ones for just like spreading like you know big beams everywhere uh if you've played gundam extreme versus you should be familiar with beam houses you may have seen those occasionally she's a beam house <laughs> god damn it <laughs> uh, anyway uh but yeah so other than that though just a really solid zaku design uh i like this one um just because i mean i just think the I like the Legends backpack a lot, and this just being like a weird fusion of the Legend and Providence's backpack is pretty cool to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and dude, really dig how that looks with the shoulder shields for uh, this. Uh, I believe this is either a custom model or a CG model at the bottom. I can't really quite tell; it's a little hard. Um, but I actually like how the, the the way that silhouette looks. It just looks very mean and pointy with all the spikes coming from all the areas. Yeah, it's good looking. Um. Also, the way that it equips the shoulder shields, it actually doesn't remove those thrusters. They just fold downward, which is kind of cool. No, that's nice. I, mm -hmm. I just, I, I do like that. Also, I like um, that, I like that, um, so usually, for most Zakus, they store, uh, like, a, a, the beam tomahawk in the shield. Um, mm -hmm. Unlike the, uh, the Phantom, the Zaku Phantom, uh, they had the thought of, like, well, we've got two shields, why not just two axes? Yeah. It's God bless. Yeah, sometimes you just get... You, 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 look, dual-wielding axes is cool. It really is. The thing is, dual-wielding axes... I've played Neo 2. It's cool as hell. Um, I've played Jade Empire. <laughs> I'm not. Don't play Jade Empire. I was going to say, I, I think I actually downloaded like the GOG version of that game, and I was like, mm, I think this is not for me, like, it's, five minutes in. I have a lot of affection for that game, playing it, like, at the time. Um, the, that game is really racist. <laughs> I was going to say, the game <laughs> seems to have not aged well. I remember everyone loved it on release, but... Uh... What if what if we didn't cast any Asian actors in our, in our game set in fantasy mm -hmm. China? What if it was just like, oh, here's this, here's this, like, like... Like Chinese warrior voiced by Nathan Fillion, it's bad. <laughs> anyway, now we have covered every Zaku from Seed Destiny. Uh, all in all, pretty good actually. Like again, you're not beating the classic Zaku, but I don't hate these as much as I thought. And like I said, 
being able to imagine them in like modern modern uh, modern model form has kind of made me have an appreciation for them I didn't used to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm glad that they seem to be doing well because they keep doing more and more master raids. They're nice so. and wide is the thing. Like compared to the Zaku, they are very wide robots, and it turns out that just looks cool. Yeah. It does look cool. That's um, all. That's what I got. Yeah. That's pretty much it, I think, though. Um, oh, fuck, wait. Neither of us has seen Seed in a long time, so we have to figure out an ending for this. Uh, uh, well, uh, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com, where I am playing Echo Knight 2. It's a spooky game. It scares me. Okay. How's You're having a good time with it, or...? Oh, I'm loving it. So, here's my problem. I, okay, you know, I am followed even by a lot of people who make this stuff, so I, I, you know, I think PSX horror games look amazing a lot of the times. Like, you know, you've even had, like, that haunted PSX demo uh, come out uh, this year, and there was one last year as well, with a lot of really cool games on them. And so, for me, though, I was like, well, I'm going to play more PSX games that are horror-oriented, and plus, they're made by From Software, so that's a plus. Um, Echo Knight is great. I love the design of it, the visuals, the interiors are so fun to look at. Um, I am a giant coward. Like, I get scared very easily, even in non-horror games. Like, being chased by things freaks me out. Like, and there's a reason why, like, I love Dark Souls 2's extinction system, and it's because I don't like the idea of something popping up and scaring me, so I just kill everything until I can no longer be scared. Um, whereas, like, in, like, some other Souls games, even, I get scared. Um, and I was also recently playing Shadow Tower, which is ostensibly just a cool RPG that also scared me because it's a first-person game, and it's dark, and there's scary noises. Um, Echo Knight is a terrifying experience for me, but I love looking at it, and I love, like, being able to share, like, screen caps from it. It's just so cool. Um, but, yeah, I am also a big coward, so I run into this weird, like, Oh god, I'm stressing myself out playing this, but also I need to keep saying more. Which is kind of fun, but yeah. Um, there's a lot of horror games I just absolutely adore the look of that... Like, I don't think I'll ever be able to play Siren. I've watched people play it, I've watched a lot of playthroughs of Siren, and I love that game. I don't think I can ever play it. It seems like a lot. Because <laughs> I'm a coward. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hell, uh, the reason I did, still haven't finished Outer Wilds is literally the only thing I have left is to go through the Bramble and... Um, and, oh, and the Ocean Planet, which combines another fear of mine. So there's literally, like, two places I have to go through that both are big fear for Dylan, and I know they aren't as bad, and I know people have reassured me. It's just been so hard for me to, like, summon up the courage to go through those areas. Uh, but, anyway, that's me. That's my Twitter, LowPolyRobot. I, I, you will never be able to see me scared. You'll just see the screenshots afterwards. When I mentioned it, there are screenshots that I definitely took while I was screaming, but no one will ever experience that because I refuse to stream games. <laughs> but, yeah. Where can people find you, Six? So you can find me uh, on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash media. And until next time, I shall play a requiem for you and all of your kind. God. (laughs) All right. I do remember that one now.
I have oh. to clip fix that one piece. <laughs>